Art Scene Now with WVIA's Fiona Powell. One of the first signs of spring in Union County is the sudden blossoming of arts, mixed with hundreds of people as the annual two-week Lewisburg Celebration of the Arts begins with the one-day Lewisburg Arts Festival. Appropriately, this year, the Lewisburg Arts Festival is symbolized by a beautiful watercolor of local bluebells flowering on a tree-lined path that was painted by this year's featured artist, Jane Albin. Those bluebells will grace many things, from tote bags to t-shirts, and on note cards and prints that Jane will have for sale as one of the vendors at the festival. Whether you enjoy just strolling around and looking at arts of all kinds, or perhaps want to buy unique presents from the many juried artists lining Market Street, or you'd like to eat good food in good company and listen to good music, or get to know local non-profit groups, or take your children to visit the animals at the petting zoo, or enjoy many of the interactive activities available, or maybe all of the above, on a merry downtown street, devoid of traffic, but full of excitement, the Lewisburg Arts Festival will be the place to enjoy all of that on Saturday, April the 29th. I had the pleasure of speaking with Sarah Kelly of the Lewisburg Arts Council, who, along with this year's featured artist, Jane Albin, came into the WVIA studio in Lewisburg to tell us all about the things that we can enjoy in downtown Lewisburg during the Lewisburg Celebration of the Arts and the Lewisburg Arts Festival. It is the whole community coming out to be together in the spring and to celebrate the arts and to celebrate community. It all happens all in the same place. Saturday, April 29th is this year's Arts Festival and Route 45 is our Market Street in downtown Lewisburg and we have that closed from Front Street to 7th Street all day long. And the streets are lined with juried artists, with artisanal food, This year we have four food courts. We've never had that many. We have live performance. We have a children's area with a petting zoo and balloon animals. So there's something for everyone all day long. It starts at 10 and goes till 5. And we suggest that people either ride their bikes in. We have a bike valet, so people will park your bikes for you. If you ride your bike to Mifflinburg Bank and Trust at 5th Street, somebody will park your bike for the day. Or if you want to drive to Lewisburg, Go all the way up Route 15 to what used to be the Country Cupboard. I don't know if there's a new name for that yet, but I think the community still knows it is the Country Cupboard parking lot. And we have three shuttle buses that River Valley Visitors Bureau has provided for us. And two of them will take people downtown, back and forth in downtown, and one will take people around the festival downtown. So if you get to one end and you're tired and you want to go back to something you saw at the beginning, just ride the bus. And that's important, too, because parking is nearly impossible on that day, isn't it? Well, it is. Not only do you take away all the parking spaces for all the places where there is art happening and where all the people are, but when you add 10,000 people coming to town in addition to a town that already is full of cars, it doesn't work very well. So the parking from the River Valley Visitors Bureau is really helpful to get people downtown. 
People who are disabled, will they find it easy to get on the bus? Actually, there is a special handicap parking lot, which is at the Lewisburg Pharmacy at the corner of St. John's and North 2nd Street. That is specifically set aside for accessible parking. You should be able to get on the bus, and I believe the one that's going around town will be accessible as well. Come to, And there are places to sit and eat or drink at all of the food courts so that you can come and enjoy yourself. Even if you don't go and buy any art, you can eat your way through the festival all day long. Although why you wouldn't want to buy art? The thing that's so nice about it is this year we had over 180 artists apply, uh, which is more than we've had for a number of years. It's a blind jury process, so they don't know who anyone is. All they have are the pictures and the descriptions from the artists themselves. And they chose 110, I believe, this year in 14 different categories. And one of the things they look for in addition to the quality of the art is different price points, different interests. So you might have a category of ceramics and it will include everything from very high-end sculpture to a spoon rest. So something for every price point. If you're looking for gifts, and the end of April is right before Mother's Day. It's not before, long before Father's Day. Many people are graduating. I save Christmas money <laughs> to go shopping for myself. I very rarely see anyone walk away from the festival without having purchased something. After the festival day is over. No, after the day is over, all the volunteers go home and go to sleep for <laughs> about a week. <laughs> it's not quite like that. <laughs> and that's one of the pieces that's so interesting is all of the parts that make this festival so enjoyable for the public are the things that the volunteers do behind the scenes. So there are porta potties at almost every block. Somebody had to rent those. Trucks don't drive down the middle of Market Street. Somebody had to take care of all of that and work with PennDOT to get all of that to happen. There's easy signage, the buses and the bike valets, working with the downtown merchants to make sure it all happens. All that happens behind the scenes beforehand. So really, the volunteers do go home and just collapse for a while. But it isn't the end. And that's the great thing about the Celebration of the Arts. So the next day, Sunday, April 30th, is our plein air day which we have done for many years in combination with the Dale Engel Walker House and the Lynn Conservancy. And both our Artists Guild and our Photography Club will be doing painting and photographing at the Dale Engel Walker House. Then the next Saturday, Jane is doing a urban sketching workshop. Yes. Yeah. And we have a few other workshops that will be happening. So there are things for kids. There are things for adults. There are things for people who think of themselves already as artists and things for people who don't think of themselves as artists. I still have some prints in my kitchen that I did two years ago as part of a workshop, and I am not a visual artist. Jane, it's so lovely to have you in the studio. Jane Alban, <laughs> who you. is the Lewisburg Arts Council featured artist mm -hmm. this year. The workshop that I'm going to be giving is going to be on urban sketching, which means sketching in town, but it could be out of town or it could be indoors or outdoors, as opposed to plein air, which means out of doors. I usually do my urban sketching in a restaurant. It's a great thing to do while you're waiting for your food to arrive once you've ordered sketch what's in front of you. What do people need to know before they come to that workshop? They just need to bring something to draw or sketch with. It could be a pencil, it could be a crayon, it could be watercolors, any medium that they would like to bring, they can bring. 
I would suggest that they bring something that's very, very portable and a sketchbook or an old journal. And this workshop is free. Registration is required because it's limited. And all of our workshops have required registration because they're limited for one reason or another. Much of it is just space. If you go to the Lewisburg Arts Council website, lewisburgartscouncil.com, and choose celebration under our events, you can find workshops as one of mm -hmm. the choices. And all of the workshops are listed, and you can register right from the site. We have two exhibits that are happening this year that we're excited to be able to offer again for the first time since before COVID. One of them is Jane's exhibit. So I'm really delighted that we have a featured artist again for a number of years, and we get to see all of her work, not just the day of the festival, because she is one of the vendors there. That day she will have a booth and people can come check her out, but she'll have an exhibit. And our photography club is doing an exhibit. And I'm really excited to see that. But that will be held at the downtown partnership office, the community zone space. But the other thing that I had not mentioned earlier is we have two parts of the festival that one of them we've had for many years and one of them is fairly new because of COVID that are going to be in Huffnagel Park. Anybody who's been in Lewisburg for a while will know that Huffnagel Park was closed for the last couple of years. And so we did not have, for three or four years, we have not had a community commons area, which for us was a way to invite all of the nonprofit organizations in the community to come have a presence at the festival. We are unlike most of the other community festivals in the area that it is a juried arts festival so there isn't space on the street for a lot of the other organizations but we wanted to make sure that they also had a place so the community commons will be back in Huffnagel Park and this year our arts in the park which was a COVID replacement for all of the nonprofits in our area that provide arts opportunities to the public whether that's the West Branch Chorus or Buffalo Valley Singers or it might be the Children's Museum or anybody else who's doing that kind of arts work we have had an arts in the park opportunity for the last couple of years when there was no other place for them to be offering it because of COVID this year, because we have Huffnagel back, those will also be in Huffnagel Park. So anybody who comes down to the park will be able to listen to music on the stage, music in the gazebo, hear about what else is happening, find out how you can participate, how you can support the arts in the community, all for free. The other part of the Huffnagel saga that I really like is that the construction that had closed it for two years is done. But they are now doing other work, which will close it again for the rest of this year. And the borough knows how important the arts festival is and is closing it the Monday after the arts festival. So this is your chance to come down and see Huffnagel for the first time in a number of years and then not again Over in months. another year. Yeah, it'll look different next year. And the festival will be back in Huffnagel in 2024 for sure. And the festival and the celebration would not happen without two partners, and the first of those are all the volunteers who make everything happen. For it to look smooth to everybody else, so much work happens behind the scenes, starting in the fall beforehand and going all the way through after the whole celebration is over. So the board of the Lewisburg Arts Council and lots and lots of volunteers, if you are interested in getting involved, we can use volunteers the day of the festival and for anything happening afterwards or for any of our events that happen all year long and you can sign up on our website for that the other partners that make this happen are sponsors and the community has been such a big supporter for many years 
of the festival, the downtown merchants, of course, do because their regular access is closed. So they need to be involved in it. But a lot of the big organizations, Hummel, the power station for the first time is supporting us. Evan Hospital has supported us. I can't name all of them. They're all on our website, but there have been a number of them and we could not, definitely could not make this happen without all of that help. Sarah, the Arts Festival is an incredible but oft complicated thing. There's so much going on on the day. People have said, well, where will I find the petting zoo? Where are the food vendors? I think last year you had printable maps that people could pick up. Right. And we will have printable maps if people would like those. They're small pocket-sized maps so that they're easy to carry around. Those will be available throughout downtown. They will also be available at the Arts Council Information Tent, which will be at the corner of 3rd and Market Streets. And any questions that anybody has about the festival, they can come there anytime during the day. But it will also be available on the website. You can download it, carry it around on your phone. We also have a Google map you can also get to from the website that will have links on all of the spots. LewisburgArtsCouncil.com. And anytime we have any information that changes, it goes right on there. So all of the workshops are listed that way and updates. Anytime we get a new sponsor, their logo goes up. Any changes in dates, any new information, it's there. So definitely check back the day before. If you are coming to the festival on the 29th, check back the day before and download your map. Sarah Kelly of the Lewisburg Arts Council, who along with featured artist Jane Albin, shared some of the delights we can expect to experience at the Lewisburg Arts Festival and the celebration of the arts. The Lewisburg Arts Festival kicks off the celebration of the arts on Saturday, April the 29th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in downtown Lewisburg. All of the details, including ideas on where to park, how to access the shuttle buses, the list of vendors, and musical offerings, as well as downloadable maps, can be found at lewisburgartscouncil.com. Thank you very much to Sarah Kelly and Jane Albin. And thanks to you, WVIA's Fiona Powell.